0: Hey guys, this is Tina B and Charmaine G. We're here to talk about the messiness of life.
1: It's ugly and it's raw. It's real and it's a freaking game. It's whack-a-mole. 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 This is us and our gift to you.
0: Hello and welcome.
1: Hey Tina B. Hi Charmaine G.
0: What's happening?
1: Oh, welcome, Wackos. It's another episode. Episode four. Putting it in the can tonight. (laughs) And I'll tell you what. This last week was an adventure starting out with uh, unannounced, impromptu topics. Yeah. My turn. It is Charmaine's turn, and I'm just Mm. I'm telling you what I think um, everybody's gonna relate to this but before we get started I'd like to turn their time over for the world whack a <laughs>
0: okay this one
1: is close to my heart um,
0: did you know that suicide is the tenth leading cause of death in the US you know what I actually
1: did that's intense it's frightening it's scary Did so- you know there's more suicide than there is um, accidental injuries
0: I did not know that. That is. I did not know that. Yep. And I, if I would have been on the ball, I would have talked about the first nine things because it's 10th. But I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. On average, there are about 132 suicides per day in the United States. <sighs> 132 people a day.
1: That breaks my heart. Yeah. Did that's, you know? That's I- people
0: who are suffering without help. There is help. September is Suicide Prevention Month september 10th which was last thursday um was world suicide day we had a um we had a walk here over the weekend too on the 12th which was saturday they did a uh, an annual walk mm-hmm. for suicide i've done that before too and you walk for somebody that
1: that is you're close in to you. re- yeah. yeah you're in remembrance of yes um the
0: afsp which stands for the american foundation for suicide prevention has um a hotline That number is one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. So if you're, you know, if you're suffering, if you're struggling, there, there's so much help out there. This is just the AF sp But there are also apps you can download. Utah has an app that you can download. Yeah,
1: you can dial 988 mm. actually. They, yeah. Instead of 911, mm-hmm. 988 will get you into a mental health crisis worker. I didn't know that. Thank you, Charmaine. It I just did not came know that. out last week. Wow, yeah. very
0: cool. Okay. And their website for the AFSP is suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And if you don't want to talk, they have a chat too. When you get on the website, you can start a chat with somebody.
1: Some people feel more comfortable.
0: <clears throat> I would imagine. They, yeah.
1: They're able to not have the, the live feedback mm-hmm. and take their time to think things through. So totally. thank so you. So there's for help
0: that. out there available. So those are the, that's our world mold for today. Close Love to my it. heart. Very close.
1: Okay. Um, <clears throat> all right. Wackos. My favorite Tina B. The topic of the day is resilience. Shit. <laughs> okay. So here's the thing. Like when it came to me, it just stuck. It wouldn't go away. And it was telling to me that this is for everyone today because I feel like resilience is something that we've literally had practice from, from birth. Mm-hmm. You know, hard times, uh, times that we didn't understand confusing, uh, just to, just to survive and get by. It's like Darwin's theory, right? hmm you got to bounce back from that for the survival. Um, I'm going to start off by sharing an interesting story. Oh, i I've got to range because you know when we go into resilience, I immediately went to the most embarrassing moment in my life. What? Let's hear it. Okay, okay, lay it on me. And you know what? It was an epiphany because I, I've always laughed about it. I've always thought it was the funniest thing, and I'm in Oh, are tampons involved? No, but they will be. I'll okay. throw them in there. Okay. Like I, you I'll don't just- have to. I'm just wondering if. <laughs> Actually, I'm about to. I'm about to blow Is your blood involved. World. Okay, no blood. Okay, okay go. But bodily bodily fluids are all right. Okay. Oh no! Yeah, it's happening. It's all right. Go. Um. So I was in counseling like five years ago, and uh, and you shit the couch. No, it didn't happen then. I'm it just gets kidding. better. <laughs> so he says. Um, so tell me a time that you were. You could say that you were resilient, and I'm like. I don't, a lot. I don't know. Give me some leeway on this. And he goes, well, what's your most embarrassing moment? I'm like, (laughs) okay, I got one for you. Are you ready for this therapist? Okay. So I was in the eighth grade and we, kids are cruel. I'm just going to start off that way. Kids are cruel. No matter. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Like just insanely cruel. Yeah. So I'm in the eighth grade and um, I had a game that day. I was a cheerleader at the time and I had a game that day and I woke up like feeling like crap and nauseous and all kinds of things. And I, you have to wear your uniform to school when you're, you're going to cheer right after. We could not be more opposite. Go. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I You threw me <laughs> off. So, I'm sitting there and my mom gives me oatmeal to eat that day. And I loved her oatmeal. I love your oatmeal, mom, to Mm. this day. It's my favorite Mm. with a nice piece of buttered toast. But that day, I had to force it down. And she's like, You don't look good. Like, I used to be able to fake sick and get out of school. Mm. But this time she was actually asking me to stay home. I'm like, No, mom, I got to go, mom. They need me there after the (laughs) game. So I decided to get on the bus and I ride all the way to school. And by this time, I'm. It's just green i'm sick as a dog i'm in first class mr rudess's class science and i sat at the very top corner i i think it's because he liked me or either, either i was a class clown i i i'm just gonna say the first just because it makes me feel better but ah!
0: that's another <laughs> podcast
1: episode go ahead i hot for teacher Or the other way. Or don't stand so close to me. Go. (laughs) Sorry. So it was alphabetical. And by the time they got through the attendance, I'm like raising my hand going, I got to go. I got to go to the bathroom. He's like, wait until I do roll call. Charmaine, no,
0: baby girl.
1: So my uniform was black and gold. I was a Pioneer Panther. (laughs) And he gets to the R's because my my name. And he says, I said, that's it. And I just get out of my seat. And I pretty much made it to the door two feet from the door and I kind of leaned on the the frames of the door and projectiled vomit and I vomited so hard everywhere you could hear everyone in the classroom just oh excruciating and and just the splatter and the chunks and the yeah so nasty I had thrown up so hard that I shit my pants oh darling yeah, horrible. In my chair before kind of coming So I out. had it coming down, you had my it leg coming and going. And on my white, beautiful leather converse. Oh, darling. And I just looked back, wiped my face off, and went running down the hall. And I went straight to the nurse's office. And as soon as I came in the door, the secretary was like, oh, hey, n- no, don't come in here. And I'm like, I'm sick. I need to come in. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you, it's I can smell it. Just can you stay right there? And I'm like, where do you want me to stay? She's like, just go sit down in the hallway. So I sat down in the hallway. In your shitted pants. And yeah, just shit, stinky everywhere. And I'm sitting in the hallway, just like in a cradle position, clenching my knees. And the nurse opens the door and throws me these lavender sweatpants that were for a fifth grader because that's all they had in the loss and found said here honey put these on we've called your mom she's on her way i lived in the country so it took her 10 minutes to get into town and i'm just praying that that bell don't ring Oh, it rang it rang and everybody had heard within five minutes during that break did you hear did you hear about oh, Charmaine? D- oh, today! Could you imagine today? Oh my! There would have been a video, pictures. <laughs> there would have been a <laughs> banner. <laughs> and so I'm telling the therapist this story, and I'm dying laughing. My, my, Kyle sitting next to me, and he's just sitting there going dying laughing too. And the therapist's face is just mouth dropped open and shaking his head I'm like it's the like it was the funniest thing and I remember my boyfriend coming to the hallway because he had heard and he comes in and and he breaks up with me
0: of course
1: he broke up with me and then my mom picks me up and she like doesn't let me get in the car until she lays a trash bag on the seat and all these wonderful things and I go home and I puke and poop my guts out all day long and you know what I got up and I went to school the next day are you,
0: I would have run out of those. <laughs> I would have busted out like they were letting me out of prison, and ran home. Didn't even think like twice Forrest about it. Forrest Gump. I would have been just done.
1: <laughs> what next school? What's the next closest school? I could probably tell you that um, anybody I would always remember that. Do you remember when you shit your pants and your dueling uniform? Oh my Did gosh! It, yeah. So I'm I bounced sorry. back from that. Like I stood up to that and said, "It happens. Shit happens."
0: <laughs> well, I have to say that I'm very impressed that you bounced back from that and that you went to school. I did. Back to school the next day. I did. That, I, I, eighth grade Tina, mm Eighth grade Tina would have been swearing at people, trying to find somebody to blame. Oh,
1: yeah. That's probably why. My life probably is that's where it went pivot, the T in the program. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to just wither away and just <laughs> become – Addicted. Uh. (laughs) There's a great idea. So what's your resilience story? Let's let's share some of yours.
0: You know what? I have a bunch of them. I think the one that there's some that stand out more that I want to talk about in the future in future episodes. Um I would have to say well, and I didn't even I didn't even plan this, but we talked about suicide prevention. Mm Um, my mom died, yeah. um, died by suicide when I was 16 years old. And so I experienced the death of a parent and, um, and that was harrowing. It, it was surreal at first, really. Cause I just never imagined that she would not, um, that she would leave so soon.
1: So did you, did you, did you know or see anything coming or? was it
0: um i mean you know in retrospect of course at the time not really but that's not the i mean we'll get into that i'll dissect that on another episode Mm -hmm. i have no problem doing that however this was a time for me where i then was plucked out of um from away from my friends out of my little clique of people just plucked right out. Then we, and then there's such a stigma attached to that, all of that stuff. I went up to Washington to live with an aunt and I was, I spent my senior year there and I loved it so much that I took a plane at 6am after staying up all night, graduation night. I mean, I couldn't wait to (laughs) get the hell out of there. (laughs) I wanted to be back with my friends and I wanted to see, you know, my sister again and my brother and whatnot. Anyway, so, um, Bouncing back from that has been, that was a big deal. Bouncing back from that was, um, and just trying to plant my feet firmly in the ground. There are lots of things that happened. I guess, I guess if I'm being honest, there's, I, I, you got up and went back to school the next day. I, I, it didn't happen that fast for me, right? you know, coming out of that. When I think about resiliency, um, I think about. Also, when I was a single parent being left holding the bag, um, I'm leaving now and I'm taking more than half of, you know, two thirds of the income and, and I'm not going to support and, you and buy. Yeah. um, and that's where I've gained most of my strength. I think resiliency is beautiful. And I also, when I was listening to you talk, I was, you know, you think about your own kids. I mean, if that was Myra, come on, you would be like, well, you, I don't think she, me? yeah. I clean that up as fast as you, I mean, not, no I pun intended, her but her yeah. and
1: her poop up. And, yeah. I and then just let's go look
0: at other schools. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> and that's why, and that's why my I therapist mean- was mortified. Cause he was like, how do you feel about that? And I'm like, I feel fine. Oh. You know? And he was like, if you could go back and talk to that little girl in the hallway, cradled in that position, what would you say to her? And I, it shocked the heck out of me because I thought, well, i didn't I didn't go that direction with it, and he said, Do you would you cry for her? Would you feel mortified? Would you feel like she's going to not outlive this?" And I said, "Well yeah would goes, you,
0: wouldn't you feel like you would want to save her
1: If I could yeah if I could And this, all these years I've been laughing about it. Just because that was like, honestly, my mechanism.
0: Don't change that. I think that's awesome. No,
1: I, I do too. But when he said that, I realized that I never recognized that I had a lack of empathy for myself. Mm. And so I got to experience a whole nother way of resilience. Well, all these a years later.
0: Right there, huh?
1: Yeah. It really honestly um, was, it propelled me into really identifying how to how to nurture myself in well, a sense would you
0: say that you bounce back from um, embarrassment or humility I don't want to say humiliation. No, That's no no harsh word dang
1: humiliation. It was humiliating
0: I'm sure <laughs> do you th- would you say that you bounce back from that pretty I
1: pretty had well to. I mean almost like I could tell you that I had to go into a whole nother dimension in my mindset just to and laugh it off in and the let eighth grade to, yeah yeah the most crucial time in a teenager's life to where to live that down and to laugh it off and let people make nicknames up for you for generations i'll tell you my name's charmaine okay we all know where this is right right sure Charmaine great (laughs) your kids are cool but here's the thing like it never penetrated me it never at all sunk in of okay stay down Stay down, like dwell on this. It's the end of all end. It was natural that it was like bounce. Mm. And I'll tell you later on in life, I'm going to give you the range I mentioned. When I think of resiliency, you know, I, I, I always say I'm in my second life now. Mm. You know, my first was, um, self conflicted. For a lot of things. What does that mean? Self-conflicted is mean I made choices that uh, had consequences and uh, that I chose to live that way. Okay. Uh, Self-conflicted ones. Okay. So one of the points in my life that was another game changer, I was 28. So I lived in Indiana.
0: Is this another embarrassing one? Okay. It's
1: the other end of
0: the spectrum. Okay. I'm sorry. You mentioned that. Forgive me.
1: It's... I look at him as the most growing periods of my life Um, because resilient is is today. This morning I was resilient with um, having to be diplomatic in a conflict with um, another personnel. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, okay, I got to chalk this up and and bounce back. This isn't something that we dwell on. Mm. Um, 28 years old, Indianapolis. And I was wearing thin of that first lifestyle that, that, that I was choosing to live in and it's like watching the movie. You know, every time I talk or I think about it, it's like watching the movie, and you want to tell the girl, "Run, you idiot!" Mm. Like, why are you letting Don't this happen? Don't go in the basement. Yeah. The guys, the, the yeah, yeah. you like, down What's there. "What's that yeah. noise?" I'm gonna go check that out Don't without a mm-hmm. weapon in my panties and whatever. <laughs> um, sorry, Sean. I knew I could get your ears perked up on that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so my thing, <laughs> I'm 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 sitting there like trying to really grow as a person. And I decided to go back to church like out of the blue to go to back to church. And I'm sitting in and just because I was, my soul was tired. Like I was so tired. I was, Mm. I was searching on my own, Mm. never been here in this place in my life before. And my, my first husband, uh, our lifestyle was very, um, you know, flashy and, and fun. We were corporate raiders and no kids, uh, no responsibility. We, you know, definitely made good money and, and things like that. We worked hard for it, but we were functioning. Mm -hmm. Let's just put it that way. We were functioning and uh, he didn't want to stop. And he, he gave me a a ultimatum and was like, if you go to church again, that makes me like, I don't want that. I want somebody to sit on with me for the rest of life and um, do this. And without, I mean, any action after that, he left. And I had um, these random women call my phone throughout the uh, whole down the Mississippi River line, just random women call my phone and on purpose. And I felt sorrow for them. It was like I was trying to help them overcome the one night stand that he gave them the night before while choking down all of that pain. And it's almost like the lights came on, like. So that
0: it was that spiritual. It was very spiritual. I mean, when I get that, I can relate to that. Um, spiritual awakenings can catapult you into complete other dimensions of your life. You can jump into a place you may have only dreamed of Mm -hmm. by doing that. But that's only the only way, um, you know, out is through is to walk through that stuff. And so it sounds to me like you probably hit a wall with where, what was going on in your life. And that wasn't edifying. It wasn't fulfilling to you. There There was no spiritual aspect to that. No.
1: And that's a part of me that I never tapped into. Right. I mean, it was almost like irrelevant, but I started having that urge and it caused conflict and I, the, the choice was made without me. And, you know, through that time, you know, I was lost. I mean, everything I understood in corporate work, living, uh, friends, marriage, it was literally over in one day. Where am I going to go? What am I going to do? What do I, you know? And thank goodness that my parents knew, no matter what my, what I was doing in life, they knew me and they took me in and said, okay, dust your knees off. Let's go find where you're at your way in life. Let's go figure it out together. And I was blessed to, um, to have somebody to confide in about my worries and my concerns. Um, and it was a safe person for Mm. me. And to be honest with you, It's really those events, those big, huge events that help carve you out. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, somebody,
0: we grew up, we're very, you and I come from completely different worlds. Somebody opened the cage after my mom died and I just flew out like a, but not like gracefully like a bird with a beautiful wingspan (laughs) and really gliding and finding my way with my wings. I flew out like a bat. (laughs) Like a blind bat, like just bumping into shit and just, it was awful. Um, So I don't, I didn't, I didn't move into spirituality gracefully. I didn't, even though I went to these dark places in my addictions um, in my early 20s before I had kids and all that I went to some very dark places mm-hmm. and there were times I was really done. And then like, I'd shake that off in a couple of days. I'm like, Oh, you're not done. Come on. Let's just, you know, right, or somebody right, come right. around and go let's and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Um, but I didn't even, I went to Catholic school and didn't even find God there. I didn't find God until I, and, until I stopped drinking and using drugs until no, I went to a 12 st-
1: Yeah. It's almost like,
0: but that set the tone like you're talking about that changed it for me forever. Yeah. Um, forever. It changed it for me because now I know what it's like to live, um, at, at a higher frequency. I like that. At a higher level of frequency. I like that. And I've dropped back down. Sure. To low levels. I mean, that's
1: the ebb and flow of life. I mean, you're going to be on that roller coaster. It's, you know, I have to say before we lead into our life, whack a um, i'm grateful for who i am i'm grateful that i've had those um trials that i can bounce back from because resilience like you had mentioned makes you stronger than ever and when you look back on anything those reflections or you say hell yeah i can do hard things i can do hard things and i can move on and then i can learn And I won't repeat them. And I remember. You
0: have to learn. I mean, if you don't, you're just foolishly wasting your time. And for me, I'm just sinking lower into the pit of suffering. If I'm not learning what's on the other side of that pain. Right. If I'm just continuing to be a victim and staying in that and staying in that, which I've chosen to do a couple of times. Sure. But if you're not, that's my You get out of it too. You get, you have to. In those
1: cycles, you get out.
0: You got to learn something. If you're not learning something and moving on, you're just stagnant um on a spiritual level and an emotional level for sure
1: for sure and i'll tell you i think it ties in really well with our world whack-a-mole um that when when you're in that mind space and you're not reaching out it's very quick to spiral and i want to tell you how proud i am for you to to be open about that and i look forward oh thank you you know i my world walk my life whack-a-mole this week was um freedom boner what that happened <laughs> i don't know that
0: was in my notes somewhere i'm sorry was that the quote i th- sorry sorry there's nothing
1: like a freedom boner okay tina cool. that I is my you. wife you just gave me my freaking whack-a-mole this week <laughs> get it whack 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 boner okay go ahead what <laughs> or so we'll cut that shit out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't leave it, Sean. Leave it. No. <laughs> yes, it's live. My, we said my we not doing any personal? Oh, my personal mole is that I um, I'm just still on my cleanse. I'm I've lost a few pounds. You're looking. I feel
1: good love you whack-a-mole. everyone join us live next tuesday at 5 p.m mountain standard time we love you follow us on all major platforms yes. sean take us home you've been listening to
0: whack-a-mole with tina b and Charmaine g follow us on facebook and twitter watch us on youtube and subscribe to us on itunes google podcast spotify pandora or wherever you listen to podcasts join us next time for well whatever may happen with tina b and Charmaine g on whack-a-mole